This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. You're listening to Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey of Mississippi Today. According to American Express, in 2017, there were 11.6 million women-owned businesses operating in the United States of America, employing 9 million people and creating $1.7 trillion in revenue. And I'd imagine that number has grown considerably since the pandemic and the great resignation has begun. So today we're pleased to have on the show one of those business owners and entrepreneurs, someone I'm pleased to know, Liza C. Lowe-Lucer, the founder and CEO of the C. Lowe Agency, Liza, man, thank you for joining us today. It's just so good to be able to sit down and talk with you about this. Oh, Marshall, thank you. I'm honored to be here. Yeah, I think um, a good place to start would be what's the CELO agency and let folks know a little bit about that. Because if they don't, by now they've been living probably in a cave. And there aren't a whole lot of caves in Mississippi. So I'm just just curious. Sure. The CELO agency is a global brand strategy PR firm. Uh, We support business development, especially in the aerospace defense industry, to help them, you know, position their companies or products uh, to win contracts you know, with the, um, the uh, military, either, yeah. any branch of the military. and um, But we we work in um, different industries. Uh, food products, Sanderson Farms has been a longtime client of ours. Over what a great company years. that's oh been over gosh, the years. Yeah. Great family-owned business that became public and, you know, and stayed in Mississippi, which I love. Yeah. Um, uh, Shared Health, we work with the Assure UAS program that's part of um, actually MSU um, is the lead on all of that, but it's an FAA program, so we work directly with the FAA on all of that. And there are like 36 different universities working in research to do all the testing Mm -hmm. for FAA to formulate all of their compliance and regulations and everything like that in the unmanned world. And so um, that's a lot of fun. Uh, Mississippi has a lot of, of great companies that have so much potential, um, and the challenge, though, is that none are really located here that yeah. are large Fortune you know, 500 companies. Sanderson is a Fortune 1000 company. Yeah. Grateful to have it. They were on the Fortune 500 list for a couple of years. That was great. But, um, you know, I think Mississippi has a lot of opportunity for companies to really grow and get to that next level. I think one thing that's amazing about Mississippi-based companies is how giving they are back to the community and oh, how important yeah. that is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you lose that, if they're not based in Mississippi, like, you know, the the larger corporations that have been recruited in here are great. They employ large bases, but they don't necessarily give back to those communities like a home-based company would wherever it's located. Yeah. Yeah. You have, um, and, and I'm going to say we're going to kind of get into the origin story, kind of like a superhero movie, I guess. <laughs> okay. uh, a little bit sure. of how all this got begun. But, I mean, you think about your career and all the things you've been able to see and the people you've met. Are there any moments and people that just you, you just wake up one day and you realize, I can't believe I just had a conversation with that person? Oh, my goodness. Um, one story that I uh, talk about is, uh, we work with an Israeli company, and it's Elbit Systems of America. Headquartered, their domestic headquarters are in Fort Worth. And um, the the first time we met with um, with that company, I was brought in just to consult for three days. And the marketing director was there, had a BD, 
business development um, brought us in. And so the CEO walked in and said, um, this is what you need to understand. The United States will go on a mission, and they will fight. It'll be Desert Storm. It'll be um, Vietnam, whatever. If it doesn't work out well, they come back and they reevaluate and they decide we're, this is what we're going to do And um, next time. And he said, you know, if you're in Israel and you don't win, you're in the water. Oh, wow. And he said, what you need to understand to do business with us is that you need an Israeli soldier, an American soldier needs an Israeli soldier by his side because we fight to win. And that was sobering. And he said, and by the way, all this branding stuff, we tried it before, it never works. And he turned around and walked out. (laughs) And I went, oh, this is going to be a lot of fun. And, um, but fast forward, you know, six months, nine months, three years later, now 13 years we've been working with them. And, um, How'd you win them over? We proved what we yeah. we said we would do, yeah. and um, and so when you deliver results, people you know rehire you. And the best, but the best phone call I think I've received to answer your question, Marshall, was mm-hmm. the fact that uh, he called me on a cell one day, and I was traveling, and uh, he said, "Hey, you ready for the next challenge?" I said, "Absolutely, mm-hmm. we sure are." And so um, to be able to do work with global corporations that are either from, you know, Europe or the Middle East and then to come into the the United States and to help, uh, you know, domestic companies identify emerging markets and to market their products and services all over the world is very rewarding. And uh, I feel just blessed every day still. I've been doing this 38 years. That's a really hard thing for people and for companies to do sometimes because you get so ground into the day-to-day, what you're doing, trying to keep the doors open, trying to keep the lights on, that sometimes you mm-hmm. don't have that vision. So it is good to be able to hire somebody who can look around and say, no, I'm seeing some things that you're probably not seeing. That's true. Um, Jerry St. Pay, who was the one who helped us get into the airspace defense industry, he gave – uh, us our first shot and um, he brought us in one day and said you know we walk in and we see gray ships we see gray steel yeah. rather we see ships we weld we put it all together um, I need for you to help all of us see what we do and then uh-huh. we came up with the building freedom campaign for um, English shipbuilding and um, what led us into the aerospace defense industry uh, was the fact that Northrop Grumman bought Ingalls yeah. Shipbuilding, and then Raytheon, the, the two Congress mandated that uh, defense contractors had to had to joint venture together to win contracts. That was the very first time. Long story short, we helped Raytheon Northrop Grumman win the largest defense contract ever awarded at that time which was the DDG-1000, which was a Zumwalt. It was a stealth bomber battleships. And um, that after that win, companies started calling us. Hmm. And so that's how we just grew into the aerospace defense market. So you just built on small victories, turned into medium Absolutely. victories, turned into big Every victories. Time. So very important. And you think of it, you grew up on the coast, grew mm-hmm. up in Moss Point. Moss Point. What, when you were, when you were little, did you think that this is where you'd be sitting right now in your life? Mm. Um, no. Uh, I, I have had 
my childhood was not really great. It was yeah. really quite unfortunate. But um, that's how God works. It's fuel. It takes it. It yeah. you know God turns things that are bad into really good things. I had uh, parents who were uh, just wonderful people, but uh, just couldn't control alcohol, drug addiction. Um, didn't work and play well with others, and uh, but at 15, I wound up being alone. And you were um, on your own at 15. At my own. Wow. Yeah, and uh, lived in an apartment with no electricity, no heat, no telephone, no mode of transportation. Caught rides to school. Uh, worked at a local Burger King to just have you know cash and food to eat. And um, but you know I remember being in the kitchen of that apartment and I kind of sat back on the it's hard for me to even talk about but I uh, leaned back on the on the wall and kind of slid down and sat on the floor and I realized that um, it was up to me my life was up to me and once you know that you can make decisions that are healthy and mature and everything and so for so many people um my aunt and uncle found out, and they took me in, and that's Dot and Ripsilo from Moss Point. And I don't know where I would be <laughs> without them today. I really don't. But um, they had two uh, daughters, Marie and Jeannie, um, who brought me in as a sister and a member of that family, and I couldn't, I'm so grateful. But, you know, the one thing was they just sat me down and said, you've got we can't put you through college. We yeah. can't do it. And, you know, teacher and Ingalls shipbuilding building worker. And um, I, that was no problem. So I went to work then. Yeah. I paid for every dime of college, whether it was a doctor bill or if it was a, you know, clothes or anything like that, and paid every dime of it. And um, that only made me, though, where who I am today, but also gave me the focus because, you know, one thing when you start with absolutely nothing, you have nothing to lose. That's right. You know, and you just can, you can build. And so every semester I had to to work hard to get to the next semester. And that same intensity and that grip in my stomach is still here today because, okay, now I have to make payroll (laughs) You know, we we have overhead and we have, you know, employees and everything like that. And um, so the, the, the long and short of it is that, you know, that's really what made me who I am today. And I am so blessed. And, you know, and there's so many other people, especially with the firm, that have worked with, with us for over, um, you know, 30 years. And so we have a core group. And my husband, Rick, we've not talked about that. He came in and joined the firm. I started in 1984. We married in 1988. Yeah, happy anniversary, by the way. Hey, thank you. 34 years. years. We have had so much fun. And uh, and it's certainly been a challenge, you know, when when you work together with your spouse. When it's good, it's good. When it's bad, it's really bad. (laughs) So, you know, we've weathered the storm. And so... um, We've uh, been able to build something that, that we hope will last for generations. You know, so many great. people that suffer the kind of trauma that you suffered that young, you know, they tend to fall yeah. back into the same trauma that they, they were subjected to, yeah. you know, that's, and, and you didn't. You responded. You, you literally responded. And it, it's funny because people that know you now, and, and I've mm-hmm. talked to a couple of them today, they said that you're just as driven today as you were at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'm 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 running away from that 15 year old being in the kitchen. Mm. Definitely. You wow. Know, I don't think I can stop. Yeah, and, we're, um, yeah. It's okay. Well, that's okay. No, yeah. I mean it's inspiring yeah. to be honest with you. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with business owner and entrepreneur Liza Celo Lucer. And if you want to be part of the conversation, you can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That is 877-672-7464. Stay tuned. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. Hey, this is Malcolm White. I'm one of the hosts of the Mississippi Arts Hour, the arts interview show on Think Radio. Every week we talk with visual artists, musicians, as well as people who help bring the arts to their communities. We hear about how each artist learned their craft and get some insight into their creative process. You can hear the Arts Hour every Sunday at 5 p.m. or listen anytime by subscribing to the show through your favorite podcast app. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. This now you're talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey, editor-at-large at Mississippi Today. If you're just tuning in, great show today. Gosh, I hope you caught that first segment. Um... Um, you didn't. Uh, you need to definitely go back and listen to the podcast later. It was fantastic. We we just have a great guest, somebody that I'm really proud to know, somebody who inspires me, to be honest with you, and especially after that last segment, um, even that much more. We have Liza Celo Lucer. She's the founder and the CEO of the Celo Agency. I forgot how to talk today because it's Monday. Wait, it's always Monday when I'm on the show. But anyway, um, Liza, you really talked about um, how – your childhood is literally it lit that pilot light in you and that's what drives you and and like i said anybody that knows you you do so much big time work on the national stage with the defense contract but you do a lot of stuff quietly behind the scenes too and and you give back an awful lot and you know let's go back to that that moment when you got that 78 dollar tax refund check and and i don't know where you were working at the time but your boss said you weren't going to make it and and obviously your boss didn't know you very well at that point because you were pretty driven at that point but i kind of set that up i mean how did you decide that you know what i'm going to hang up my own shingle i'm going to start my own business and get going i knew i wanted to do it when i was in college Uh, you know it was just all i wanted to do and so um, when you have the that drive and you're 25 years old, yeah. you know you're um, innocent enough to think, oh, I can do this, I can make this happen. But I did. I felt like I was I was trained. I had uh, solid background, and so um, I had a Mississippi State income tax refund check of seventy eight dollars, and. So I was, you know, kind of hand to mouth getting, uh, you know, you're young, you're 25, like every every other 25, not a lot of um, money uh, left over. But anyway, uh, the when I went to it was a deposit guarantee and there was a woman and her name was Mary Smith or Smythe with a Y. Yeah. And um, I opened tried to open up the account but there was a hundred dollar minimum and she said i'm sorry you can't do it and i said oh okay well look i'll just come back i'll get paid and i'll come back and 
um, later, and she said, just a minute, let me see what you, what I can do. And so she got approval for opening up an account with $78. And she uh, wrapped up all the paperwork, and she, you know, and she said, well, tell me what you want to do. And so I'm just all about it in, in telling her what, you know, I really think I can do this. I want, you know, I'm going to call on these people and do that. And um, so anyway, she uh, wrapped up all the paperwork and handed it to me and said, go get them, Tiger. And so that's our, our uh, mascot. So you'll go to the office or you'll look at the website and you'll see something to do with a tiger, and that's, that's why. So we, um, you took you know, that really literally, too. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean well, yeah. But that is tattoo-worthy, i got to admit. That's, it is tattoo. Yeah, I, we've talked about that. Yeah. yeah and so <laughs> the question is, where is that? tattoo oh, oh okay <laughs> so, well this could be a very interesting it could show be fun. Uh, right, right so um but it's it's been great and i you know i think one thing that um when i started the company um you know back in the day i'm really telling my age because um i would uh, go to primo's in the morning and that was on north state street it's not there any longer but i would uh get a cup of coffee i'd take two dollars and get 20 dimes I would go to the Eudora Wealthy Library, and the old one, and when um, they had a basement, and there was a wall lined with uh, phone phone booths that would close, and a phone book. I would make 20 calls a day. I would open up the phone book. Now, that's coming from my Clarion Ledger days. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's all you did. You yeah. called them. That's people. right. Cold calls. You didn't cold do the cold calls. Yeah. And I did it. And but so, you weren't afraid of no. I wasn't at all. And yeah. that, you know, That's my huge. experience with um, the Clarion Ledger gave, gave me that that courage because when I first went there, they just drew a, map, a red line around an area and a, a map of Jackson and said, okay, go call on the in this area, every company in this area. I would just walk in their door. Who and, was your first client? Um, the Clarion Lander or no, uh, no, no. Mississippi Special Olympics. Really? really? First client. How mm-hmm. cool is that? It was. I handled their uh, little summer uh, Olympics and I got paid, I think, $500 a month to do that for three months. And I thought I'd died and gone to heaven. See, that's, that's 1984 dollars too. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, like my kids were like, oh, yeah, well, you could have bought a house with that. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> it was like, thanks. Yeah, that's right. why we had children, right? So mm-hmm. to keep us humble. Yeah, we'll oh, get absolutely. to them later because mm-hmm. they're definitely a big part of that. <laughs> you obviously I, had that drive to become an entrepreneur. I mean, mm-hmm. and you think about it and we're going to we're going to. I was, we might as well just bring this into a little bit. You're you're a big part of the center for innovation and entrepreneurship up at Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, you're the chair of the board right now. Right. And you know, and I was just looking at some of the board members, and they're just some of my favorite business owners mm-hmm. in, in Mississippi. Some great folks. What I mean, would you have given anything to have this kind of an education oh, when you were goodness. starting out? Because I mean, literally, Absolutely. it sounds like you were just trial and error. Yeah. Literally, when you're figuring out how to run a business right. when you're 25 years old. Yeah, that's you know? right. Because yeah. there was no textbook on this. Mm-mm. Not at all. And so um, there were a lot of business books and new management books. And who was it? Tom. I want to say Tom. Tom Paul. Peters. Wasn't Peters. It? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. Tom Peters. Yeah. I was reading every book he wrote, you yeah. know, and trying to. I love him on Twitter, by the way. So great. He's great. Mm-hmm. And um, so anyway, but to have this opportunity, these students are given an opportunity to create a company. Yeah. And they go through different exercises from you've got two hours to create a company, you create a business plan, marketing plan, you have to have a product, yeah. you know, all of this other stuff. And then um, they actually team up, create a product, then pitch it and can win money to actually develop the product 
have a year uh, of mentorship and a lab or an office in the R and the research center yeah. at Ole Miss. I mean, it's great. It's run by uh, co-chairs uh, Professor Clay Dibrell and Rick. I'm sorry, Rich Gentry, and um, the program uh, director is. Uh, Tone Ming and yeah. keeps it all together. I mean, she's outstanding as well. But um, that is a program that has so much um, potential to be, you know, to develop the students that create the next Apple, yeah. Macintosh, all of this other stuff. You give these students that are just so hungry and excited about a new idea, and, and it's great. They have competitions through the year, and um, and to hear what they're doing, they'll have the Gillespie competition, which is the ultimate competition. Grand prizes ten grand in a year office space mentorship uh, at the university to really develop the product out. Albert um, Brooks has a really good book out right now called Strength to Strength, and it's talking about how when we're young and we're hungry and we're fighting, we have this great you know crystallite, we have this fluid intelligence and everything else. We we get older and we kind of shift into a teaching role. Mm-hmm. You're kind of in that, that that point now where you're really seeming to enjoy being interacting with the students. Absolutely love yeah. it. They, um, they're full of questions. And, you know, the, the thing that I always try to tell the students, because if they've met success early, they think it's so easy. Yeah. And, oh, my goodness, it's not. You know, and, and so um, a couple of things that I've, I've tried to tell them is that, you know, the thing that people had in common, Michelangelo, Leonardo da Vinci, uh, Oprah Winfrey, yeah. Snoop Dogg, you know, just people that have done great things, Steve Jobs and Bill Gates, they all had 24 hours. And yeah. think about it. They had the same amount of time we have, and they've done all this really good stuff. And so the, if you just try and if you apply and you create success, just know that, you know, at some point in time you're going to hit a wall you're going to fail. And, you know, I was speaking to them earlier, and I said, you will be successful. I can't tell you when, but I can tell you along the journey, you will trip up. You know, people you rely on will let you down. Um, You, you know, could fail and lose it all, have to start all over. But the most important thing is that you get up. You know, no matter how disappointed you are, no matter how it, you know, your heart's hurting and you think, I can't do this again, you get up and you just do it again. That's right. It's so hard not to take it personal. Mm. Oh, it, it is. It really is. Oh, my gosh, you know, it's your heart. Especially it's something you love. And, and, you yeah. Know, and, and, you know, my, you and I were talking a little bit before the show, and I was talking about my dad and when he taught me to water ski. <laughs> you know, I he taught me, and I finally got up, and I fell down and really hurt myself, and he made me grab the rope and get back up immediately because he didn't want me sitting there feeling sorry for myself. And it's just, like you said, giving those students that ability, especially in college, when you fail in college, it's not mm-hmm. the end of the world. Right. You don't have a mortgage, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't have kids, <laughs> yeah. you know. Exactly. So you, when you're doing that, but to teach them, the, the fact to be able to reframe the situation mm-hmm. and look for opportunities mm-hmm. instead of thinking of it as the end of the world. You know, and with social media and everything like that, I mean, still today, you know, I am discounted, I am criticized, yeah. you know, people have have their own views of what, you know, how I should run a company and how Rick and I should run this yeah. company, uh, what we should do. And, and, and Rick in a like cowboy that. hat. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry that, that nobody got that You're but you. Right. But I'm sorry about that one. <laughs> I love it. Um, but you know, you're going to have to get tough 
And you're going to have to yeah. realize that, you know, if you have this vision, nobody's going to to nobody only you can allow someone to take that vision away from you wow. and you know you're the ceo of you yeah and gail Pittman says that a lot yeah. and and um the most important thing is that you are able just to stand up and say this is what i'm doing and this is why i'm doing it you know my my whole vision is to create a generational company all of the drama in the middle of it yeah. and everything like that, I have to remember I'm creating a generational company. And so everything else, I can take a, a new perspective and usually, you know, just let it kind of be water off the duck's back. You just uh, threw out another tattoo-worthy. What's that? You are the CEO of you. you. Uh, I that. I, that credit I goes that. to Gail Pittman. Okay, mm-hmm. I know. Oh, okay. Sorry, Gail. <laughs> Put that on a plate. There right. you go. Yes, she should. <laughs> she should. That's excellent. I'd buy uh-huh. it. Uh, definitely on that. I was just looking at some of the minors that they're throwing out there. I love uh, arts and an entrepreneur. Yeah, isn't that great? Uh, damn, I need to take that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, too, family business management. So you think about that's yes. huge. And I think about because I've got two family members, one that has a car dealership that's, mm-hmm. that's like literally on the fourth generation owning it. Mm-hmm. And so when my cousin Dave, you yeah. know, with his company, love you know, him. he's got to figure out what he's going to do because he's been the center of it and he's 62 years old. So he's like, okay, what, how do I pass this along to my children, create new brands and everything else? That's a big thing. A lot of companies don't think about that until mm-hmm. they've been going. And that's probably something that y'all are thinking about in your company too. Absolutely. Um, and so, you know, we we looked back at that about three years ago and said, you know, we really want, and of course, Rick and I think we're so young and we have all this time in, in the whole wide world, but you know, is this something we want to do from eight yeah. to five every day or <laughs> actually right. 50, 60, 80 hours a week. Um, but you know, we know that we're going to, to step back and bring in the new leadership. So the question is, is this uh, new leadership from within? Mm-hmm. Um, we have a son and daughter it, do they want to come in and take it over? Who are both um, incredibly creative oh, in their own ways. Was, they're great. Yeah, they yeah, really are. You've got I'm two so very wonderful children. Well, thank you, and, and we're really proud of them. And they work hard. They work as hard as we do. And, of course, they, growing up, said, we're never going to do that. <laughs> you know, and they are. You know, And so our son is in uh, D.C. He's the uh, National Deputy Deputy Political Director of the RNC right now. His wife is the head of events there. Um, they'll probably be there through midterm, mm-hmm. and they're looking forward to um, to what's next after yeah. that. You know, and and um, then our daughter is in LA in re- reality television. So you can only imagine the conversation across the table during holiday. I could imagine dinners. you got LA versus RNC. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So they roll their eyes at each other. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so. And she also does some modeling, too. Yeah, she does. Just yeah. kind of on the side. With but she know. did like 25 shows, and now she's got this one, and it's like clicking. It's the, what, the real Dirty Dancing? Yeah. yeah. And so she's uh, producing for that. They just, yeah. yeah, they just wrapped up that season. And um, and it was a lot of fun. Cat Cora, who was our own Mississippi yeah. Cat Cora. Who's amazing. Uh, won that, and, um, and she was the... Uh, baby, and and but she she won that that award, and Reagan was hers, and so yeah. she was a segment producer, and so she was uh, she and Kat Cora 
Uh, oh, I could imagine friends. that would get along great. Yeah, Kekor is so much fun. Oh, she is. She really is. Yeah. And well, like I know her, I have no idea. Oh, I've, <laughs> I've, I've met her, her once. You know, it's but, yeah, it's but Mississippi. We all know each other. Yeah, you know, that rolls. Uh, we're all related somehow. Two degrees of separation. Exactly. We don't even do six. Mm-hmm. So doing that, that twenty-eight and me. Uh, everybody in Mississippi <laughs> needs to take it. We're going to realize we're all related. Yeah, we're really the me part. Mm-hmm, you know, starts mm-hmm. to really click on that a little bit. We're going to take our final break, but of course, if you have a question or comment, you can give a call at eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven. We're going to continue with our guest, business owner and entrepreneur, Liza Celo Lucer. This is a great conversation. I hope you're enjoying this as much as we are. It's just a great show. It's now you're talking on MPB Think Radio. Dr. Susan Buttress, Professor of Pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center and host of Southern Remedies Relatively Speaking. Join us as we explore issues that relate to you and your family, from mental health obstacles and family interactions to handling life disruptions. Whatever the issue, let's try to figure it out together. You can listen live Tuesdays at 11 on MPB Think Radio, or you can subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy on your preferred podcasting app. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. Oh, we're in the home stretch right now. Great show. I hope you've been enjoying it so far. We have got with us the founder and the CEO of the CeeLo Agency. That's right. Liza CeeLo Loser is here in the studio with us. And it's not too late to join on the conversation. You can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That is 877-672-7464. Oh, Liza, I tell you what, it's been a great show so far. And I'm thinking about it right now. I'm listening to the show, and, you know, we're talking about the great resignation. It seems like everybody's come out of the pandemic, like, half burned out and trying to figure out, oh, I want to do something else different with my life. And, you know, we had my – before Michelle, my producer was Sharita Brent, who's Rita Brent, the very famous comedian now. And it was fun watching her the whole time planning out her career to go off and do stand-up comedy, which is, of course, pretty scary. You know, you, you know, you got a stable job and you're you're doing okay to break off and to do something that's like that. What advice would you give to somebody, maybe like Rita or like mm-hmm. somebody else who's thinking about opening their own business, or maybe somebody who's tired of what they're doing and they want to try something else? What, to get that courage to be able to make that leap. It's you know what's in your heart. Yeah, yeah, I believe God created us to be who we are, yeah. and we have to be true to ourselves and what we would love to do. That's hard and, sometimes. Well, it really is because you know, laughed just a minute ago because our uh, you know our children. I had to define what's a hobby, yeah. <laughs> what's a career. <laughs> yes, yes, like drawing and cartoons. I understand. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, you know, but I'll, you know, think about the uh, kids who want to be um, NFL greats and yeah. NBA greats and things like that. And so um, you can't just throw cold water on a dream. You, know, yeah. you shouldn't. I don't, I don't believe you should. Um, but to help them kind of realize and, and to, and there are life coaches out there. There are um, people that counselors that you can talk uh-huh. to just to kind of weigh it out. You know, I think family can kind of get in the way because they care about you too much. Right. So they don't want, um, 
Dot Silo uh, my aunt and um, who I have referred to as mother yeah. for a number of years but she said look if you'll just get a teaching certificate <laughs> <laughs> you know you, it's something to fall back on because I was going in this creative field you dad know, did the same thing to me there you go yeah. and so, marketing degree make sure you get a marketing you degree yeah, yeah. 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 and so we always had that fallback but um, you know but when you know you're doing what you're you're meant to do and your God given gift to do you you have that passion and and you nurture it and you yeah. develop it and you you know you've got to be disciplined to to do a good job you're not going to be great right out you know out of the shooting as soon as you start you're going to you know stand up and fall and stand up and fall you get up and you do it again but you learn from it just don't repeat the same thing over and over again if it's not working right and so that's hard though sometimes if you're really passionate and love something and it's not working to have mm-hmm. the strength to be able to say no it's not going to work mm-hmm. Mm-mm. That's tough. You, it's hard to let go yeah. when you know you've, you've got something that's not just not happening, or it's it's bringing you into a, like a financial vortex, and it's just sucking all the the life out of you and also the money. And so you've got to know when to cut it off. You, you and Rick. I mean, you guys. Like I said, you celebrated your thirty fourth wedding anniversary, mm-hmm. and that which is awesome. I mean, congratulations Thank on that. You. And you, I mean, I, Amy and I are at twenty eight, so we're we're, we're right yeah. behind you too. It's like, yeah. man, I tell you what, you get that long into marriage, you understand. You know, <laughs> right. you're, you're just respect. You know, I'm standing up, saluting. Mm-hmm. You guys really do seem to kind of complete each other i mean his strengths and your strengths you guys really work exactly. really well together yeah well thank you I, you know um I, so many funny things that come through come to mind whenever you say yeah. that <laughs> yes but, uh, yeah yeah but um well, that's rick. we I mean, do yeah. I, rick is one of the best pr guys i've ever met in my yeah. entire life oh, he is. and you can i mean you can somebody can walk up with a mic and say you know when you stop beating your wife or whatever, and uh, he can take that mic and he can turn it around and dime. And if you have a crisis, yeah. you want him by yeah. your side. You really do. Um, he's he just thinks so quickly, and and still, after thirty four five years of knowing, you know, I, he amazes me with with his talent. Um, and I so admire it. Um, I am that, you know, planner yeah. strategy. I can't think on my feet. <laughs> I've got to go think about it for a while in three days, and I'll come back to you. Yeah, but to be able to do but, the, the left and the right brain thing. Yeah, it, that's, it's so great. Yeah, it yeah. really is. Um, yeah. And, you know, I mean, I could, I, I probably ought to get Rick in on the show and just talk about the Mississippi Believe It campaign. Because I love that. We were in the Grove, mm-hmm. and he was telling me how that whole thing came about and everything. Mm-hmm. It was just brilliant. Oh, it was. And, and he definitely took the lead on all of that um and you know the two we had an entire staff working on it but he and linda leslie our creative director and vice president uh got in there and just she wrote you know the content of virtually everything there he knocked out so many of the headlines and it all came from an airplane flight yeah it was somebody's crass comment about mississippi that's right well and uh, one background to that is that um, a reporter from Barron's came to Ingleship Building uh-huh. and started just being cynical about everything, about something, you know, didn't even know a Fortune 500 company was in Mississippi. How could anybody yeah. want to live in Mississippi and all this other stuff? And so after that that tour of Ingleship Building, we said, somebody's got to do something. And that's where the conversation first started. Okay. Yeah. And so we um, concepted a few things out, and we thought, you know, could we really do this? And 
you know, there was no, you know, the money that it would take was just astronomical. Um, and then he had that that flight with this 12-year-old boy from Connecticut asking if he sees KKK guys marching all the time. Oh, wow. And, you know, does yeah. he really hate all that black people? And, and Rick, I mean, broke his heart. I mean, and so, anyway, he came back and said, um, let's do it. We're doing this. And so um, it was right after uh, Katrina. Mississippi had been devastated, and, and we needed to hear some good news. And so um, now, uh, you know, over 50 million people have viewed it. It's an incredible campaign. Yeah, really it really is. I, no, I, I just love it. And I think it's one of those things, and like I said, we're unfortunately running out of time. We need to uh-huh. get you back at some other point. Cause yeah, we'll we can, get him back on that. I mean, yeah, he definitely. He has so many great stories. Um, actually, it would be fun to have both of you on, just watching feed <laughs> off each other. That would be a good show. And I'd just sit there and wouldn't say a thing. I'd just be sitting there eating popcorn the whole time. <laughs> Um, but the bottom line is, is that I think a big reason why you're successful, obviously, is your drive, but also to the fact that you've loved this state the way that you've loved it. So Absolutely. I appreciate you being on today. Well, thank you so much. It's great. It's great. I appreciate it. Well, we want to thank you for listening and thank our special guest, Eliza CeeLo Lucer, the founder of the CeeLo Agency. And if you'd like to hear the show again, well, any past episodes, you can listen to our podcast on our favorite podcast app or by downloading on the MPB Public Media app. Now You're Talking is a production of MPB Think Radio and is produced by Michelle McAdoo. So stay tuned. Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit with Josie Bildwell will be coming up next. Join us next week at 10 a.m. for another great conversation here on MPB Think Radio. Y'all have a great week.